Hi, I'm Michael Rosenbaum, and um, I have my great honor to introduce someone to you. We're going to be doing a series that I'm calling Bringing Heaven on Earth. It's going to be a long series, but the first segment of that is a group of conversations between Ellen and myself called The Center of the Universe is Within You, and Ellen is my dear, dear friend and spiritual journeyer. Uh, we've been in a spiritual school together for over 15 years, and we talk literally every week, and uh, she's brilliant. She's amazing, and I want her to be part of these podcasts so you can hear what she has to say. So, Ellen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I've been a counselor and a social worker for, I don't know, 40-some-odd years, and that was just a jumping-off point. Um, spirituality, metaphysics, um, mainly living our true self uh, in everyday life, I would say. And uh, that serves the people that uh, work with me and are around me, uh, helping them to be as free as possible inside themselves. Free of issues, problems, how to navigate so that they're free to be creative and their true selves. So, and Michael, uh, for people who are going to find this uh, talk through avenues that I have, could you just say a little something about yourself too? Okay, so I'm an alternative healer uh, practitioner in uh, Connecticut, Danbury, Connecticut, and what I love to do is inspire people to make positive changes. And I do that in different ways. And I'm a transformational hypnotherapist, so I like to dig in with somebody into the subconscious, unconscious mind, so you can remap your brain, you can change things. You know you actually can, and everybody can, any age, any time. And then my absolute inspiration for me is spirituality. I'm just in love with finding out more and more about spirituality. And so it's a great ride. And for those of you who haven't experienced um, working with Michael, um, I am, I know his meditations and the downloads of wisdom that come through him are really what have me here today aside from the fun that we have in our classes and things like that. So, all right, okay. let's, let's, let's jump in. So I'm going to read um, over the course of many, many years. Um, I've been getting downloads, deeper and deeper downloads from cosmic consciousness or the higher mind or my soul and spirit um, to guide me. These, these are for me. But what I found is that when I share them with other people, they get something out of it also, even different than what I got. So that's the purpose of these talks. Uh, Ellen kind of nudged me to do this because I would share these with her and she said, oh, this is great. And we would talk about them and she said, you know, we ought to do this more publicly. So here we go. The first one uh, we're going to do is called The Center of the Universe is Within Me. We're breaking this up into actually three segments. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the download as it came to me. 
And then we're going to go back, the two of us, and we're going to talk about what it means to us. And then we'll read it again at the end, having heard all that, to see if it lands a little differently, having gone through the process. So, everything that is seemingly outside of you is part of you. There is not outside or inside. There is just awareness and experience. Love is the container that holds all of the inside and outside and has absolutely no form. Your angry selves, upset parts, wishes and flaws are a figment of your imagination that comes out of fragments of your consciousness that you perceive as separate, but the truth is they are all part of the whole of you. And when you experience the whole of you, those fragments just mix into the whole and have no separate power, no separate reality, and in an instant become an expression of the whole. The whole is love and the myriad expressions of love come from the whole and then all your expressions will be of love. If you come from the whole, you don't have to worry about the outcome. It will always be an expression of love. But the whole is your home from which you always feel content and safe. So it doesn't matter what the expression is because an expression, a fragment, can never take you from your experience of the whole if you choose to live from the whole. So that was the first little piece here. So why don't we talk about that a little bit? So, so when I first read this, and still just now, one of the things that catches me is that last line, if you choose to live from the whole. And I remember when that was like a new thought. So just the fact that the thought is active uh, for anyone who's um, listening in, who may not have yet considered that they are part of a larger self, a larger energy, a larger perspective. So um, maybe we could talk a little bit about the whole. What is the whole? W-H-O-L-E. Okay. Well, for me... Um, as I've gone deeper and deeper into meditation and to some trainings that we've had, is that the whole for me is the part of our consciousness that's pure awareness, that has no form to it. So it's not a something. The minute it becomes a something, then it's a part of the whole, but it's not the whole. So the whole, in a way, is all the parts combined together. But when all the parts are combined together, it's just one. It's, it's, it's just potentiality. It has no form yet. So when it says everything is seemingly outside of you, is part of you, if you're coming from that place of pure awareness and aware that you're aware then everything you're aware of is is a part of you. But it's not you. It's just one of the parts of the expression of you. But you are the whole. 
which is the formless part of you. And words can only point to that, to the conscious mind. It almost sounds nonsensical, but you can experience it. And when you experience it, there's like a deep sense of safety and bliss. And what I've discovered, love. That's kind of at the center of who you are, is this feeling of love. So Ellen, what, what, what are your thoughts so, about um, that? What strikes me about what you start to share is that idea of awareness. And anyone who has come to this podcast or this recording, um, I would say you wouldn't be attracted here if you hadn't done a lot of work on expanding your awareness to whatever degree you see yourself at. And that idea of being aware that you're aware, that's so, so there's observer and then there's like a super observer. I'm aware that I'm aware. And that gives a window into how to look at uh, aspects of our lives. And this, uh, in this um, download, the idea that the separate parts, which maybe when we've had less awareness, we've felt trapped in, whether it could be our angry selves or upset parts, which is one of the things that were referenced here, our flaws, things like that, that we couldn't seem to uh, get a bigger perspective on, that uh, once we add this concept of the larger whole that we are part of, that those aspects um, sort of relax and become, we can have confidence that that becomes, it takes its place in the whole. So um, the, mm, the angst or irritation that can come with the separate parts, uh, while the flavors of them might still exist, the angst doesn't exist mm -hmm. once you have that greater awareness. And, um, and that that relaxation that, uh, in, in our personal growth process, to me, is actually relaxing into the whole. Okay. Can you give me an example of that? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, um, I'm thinking of uh, times where I had what I might call bad behavior. Well, I you? So you had nice. bad behavior? Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, <laughs> my mother would say, can't you be nice? Can't you be nice? Can't you be nice? Which meant that I wasn't very nice. So, so when I have a larger... Um, perspective um that not being nice i get to see it as some as as like a stimulus for growth or a flaw like that i mean we all have ups and downs ins and outs lights and darks whatever that is um and that as i have gained more awareness it sort of fits into a larger whole of me working on myself, which is accompanied by self-appreciation, the relaxation of self-judgment, and just kind, more kindness to myself. And then that 
opens me up to whether it's the love that's inside of me, that's inside of each one of us, but it's getting to the heart of that love, which then later through all our self-work and training, I can speak for myself, has put me in touch with like love is like a network of energy that's mm. at the heart and that that really is the container. And that's what, um, that, um, uh, the larger context is the whole. So it's in the center and it spreads out. I don't know if that, um, is clear at all, but that's how I experience it. Okay. An example came to mind for me about this, because in this writing, it's it talks about your angry cells, your upset cells, um, those parts. And when I'm working with a client and we're looking at some of those parts, the angry self, the sad self, the helpless self, all of those parts that people, when they feel them, they they their instinct or their ego instinct is to get rid of them. I don't want them. Get them out of me. <laughs> Excise them. But what happens in the process that if you bring love to that part and we do a whole process where you connect with it and from your higher self, you begin to bring love to that part. What happens is the part begins to transform. We're not getting rid of it. We're not even thinking it's bad, but we're giving it a different energy, the energy of love and acceptance and connection. And what happens is that that part begins to dissolve and shift. And it's like it becomes part of the whole experientially. So it was acting out in some way because it felt separated from the whole. But once you join it back up to the whole, then it transforms. It's no longer that angry part, that helpless part, and becomes part of the whole energy. And and the underlying experience of the whole energy is one of love and one of flow and perfection is you're not trying to change anything. So that's kind of when I when I read this and when this came through for me, it kind of reminded me that the idea of coming from the whole, then all your expressions will be of love. That's one of the statements there. And so if you can come from that part of yourself and then bring that energy to those other parts of yourself, then what happens is a transformation just automatically happens. There's no forcing. There's no pushing. There's no judgments. But somehow energetically, it's like if there was a, a, a river that was dammed up Right. And the water wasn't circulating and it got to be a little fetid. Right. But once the we open up that river, the the part that got blocked off and it flows through, then it becomes part of a greater flow. And it resolves itself 
through the energy, part of the greater. So I would say if I learned anything over these years with spirituality was to keep surrendering to the greater whole was the answer to healing anything, right? Because the greater whole is comes from a place of love. And when you come from that greater whole, it says you don't have to worry about the outcome because it will always be an expression of love because you're coming from this greater you. This is not the ego you. This is the greater you. Mm-hmm. And we'll have more to say about that in you know our other segments about well, who is this greater you and how do you get there? But that's the concept, the way, the way I see it. And the I want just want to underline mm-hmm. the idea of the energy that um, people can get stuck in their feelings, and that there's a lot more going on there energetically. And if you think think of it as energetically, it takes the um, I'll say the duality out of it. You know the and and the rigid separateness of the experiences. Um, into a, into the whole, and um, I really I appreciate this so much. Oh. So coming from the whole is really um, it's it's like a different focus. So you can focus on your part, whatever part's up, good bad, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Or you can focus on the whole, right? Or we say another way of saying that is you can focus on the ego, which is involved in all the parts of us, in duality. Duality meaning opposites, right? There's this, there's that. There's light, there's dark. There's happy, there's sad. There's this world is made up of opposites, and that's where the ego lives. But the higher self lives in a non-dualistic world, meaning there are no opposites. It's just this feeling of the whole. And how do you get from the part to the whole is, to me, is how you navigate life, you know, and master it, you first got to understand when you're in the part, when you're in the ego, and you have to have had an experience of the higher self or the whole, so you have a place to go to, to anchor. Mm -hmm. And that's something I teach my clients all the time, is identifying when you're in the ego, when when you're in the higher self, and how to take that elevator up to the higher self, so to speak, um, so that you can come from a place of the whole and there's incredible wisdom and experience from that place and when you're coming from this place i know that because we've talked about this hundreds of times but when you come from that place it's like all is good i I don't need to get anywhere to feel okay i don't need to accumulate anything for my good feeling i'm just who i am my essential nature is a good feeling and it doesn't matter what's outside of me doesn't interrupt that good feeling. Having said that, that doesn't mean I don't want to 
have certain things in my life and be certain places and experience certain things, but I don't falsely think that those things are responsible for my good feeling. That to me is the trap. And I think this idea of the center of the universe is within you, this talk, is about how that center is you. It's not out there. It's in here, not in this body, but in the experience of who I am, which doesn't mm -hmm. really have a form. And, and that's kind of a key to the mastery of life. You know, I found to the best of my ability, you know, I keep looking to do that more and more, and there's still more to learn about it. There's so many levels of it, but that's the direction. I want the listeners to kind of get the idea. That's the direction to kind of point yourself. Mm. And I think that knowing, knowing that, that that is available to us, at any time, that choosing that direction puts your, uh, I, I think personally, it's a very efficient direction. I mean, I think a lot of us meander around in growth uh, without that conscious choice of direction. And choosing that direction then does give us this confidence that we don't have to worry. This is the direction we're on and we keep uh, bringing ourselves back to it. And um, it's a very, uh, that's where the bliss, the that innate, uh, did you, I don't think you used the word innate. What word did you use? That goodness that you don't need to find outside of yourself. It's, right. it's your essential, your essential experience, validation, value, that okay, without the external, looking for it externally. Right. So a little process that we learned together that I'd like to share with the audience, and, and we'll talk about this more in other segments. And we're actually, um, in one of the segments, we're going to do a meditation mm. to take people through an, an experience, right? Because to me, experience speaks volumes. You know, words are pointers, but experience is the real deal, the real stuff. But if you use your imagination and you imagine, if you take like some deep breaths and just kind of get yourself in a relaxed place inside of you, right? So you're kind of stepping out of your daily life and what the ego looks at and so on and just kind of center inside yourself. And you imagine there's an elevator, and the elevator has a button that takes you to the higher self, or what we jokingly call the penthouse, right? So if you want to get up to the penthouse as a metaphor, so you press the button penthouse, you go in the elevator, and you imagine going up to the penthouse, doors open, you walk out, and there's your higher self. There's your soul or your higher vibrational you, the more essential you waiting there for you. And if you imagine just connecting with that part of yourself, becoming one with it, and then if you have an issue or a problem in your life you're struggling with, 
after you do that, if you ask for guidance, what to do there, you get a completely different point of view. And it's kind of a way to get used to connecting with this higher self. And I do lead a meditation once a week where we do stuff like that. So, oh, it's so terrific. It's terrific, <laughs> terrific, terrific. So anybody who's not on my list, you know, to get that meditation, just contact me and I'm happy to include you and you can join us because that's the experiential part, right? But if we've kind of piqued your interest about wanting to understand and experience who this whole is so that you can have the love and the connection that is innately who you are, that you deserve, that God, whoever God is, the, the oneness of who we are wants everybody to have, right? All you have to do is to open yourself and look in that direction and it's right there. If, if one of the things I found out, you know, we've been studying this for 15 plus years and then of course we've been independently studying that before that, right? right is that there is nothing hidden in the world. Right. There's no secrets, nothing's hidden. It's right there for you to experience and the way you experience it is through your focus. So depending on how you focus yourself, your experience changes. But that experience has always been there in the formless and of all possibilities. There's nothing new in a way, but things come in and out of form based on our focus. Right? And I know you've discovered that oh, yeah. yourself. Okay, so oh, it's, it's a great, um, it's a great uh, realization that not only do what we look, what we look at expands, but it's really it's brought into being. It's brought into realization by our focusing on it. So you can shift your focus to expand your growth. You can say. Show me new ideas. Show me what is it I'm not seeing? Mm. What is it I'm not seeing? And by focusing that way, then new things come to you in terms of realizations and revelations. And, um, and you're, you can accelerate this process. Um, that is a great question. So what I, what I suggest challenge our audience here whenever you're listening to this if you do that little process that i described and you take some deep breaths you get into that inner state however you do that you imagine that elevator you get on that elevator you go up to the penthouse you imagine the elevator open even if you don't visualize you just feel it and then you step out into this light and you call on your higher self to meld with you. And then you ask the question, what am I not seeing? Ask that question. What am I not seeing? Then you be quiet 
and you let the answer come to you. It could come to you through thoughts, through a vision, through a felt sense, through a knowingness, however it comes to you. And then you, after you quiet for a couple of minutes, get back on that elevator, go back down, open your eyes, and you write down whatever comes to you. What am I not seeing? What a beautiful um, way to get information from your higher self. And you may be totally surprised what you hear. And you could ask the same question a month later and get a completely different answer. Okay. All right, so I'm just looking for in um, our next podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more about this to understand this place of wholeness, this place of wisdom, how you get there, how you can possibly get there. And learning to be still is an element in doing that. So we'll be talking about that next time. Um, a little bit about the idea, which I think is pivotal, of surrender and letting go. And everybody says, oh, in spiritual circles, I just want to surrender. Yeah, well, do you really want to surrender? <laughs> and what does that really mean? And what, what, is, what is going on there? And so that's what we're going to talk about next time is a little bit more about the process of how you get to this experience of wholeness and what it takes, at least in our experience, to accomplish that and what you get out of that. So that's something to whet your appetite for a future podcast, a future video. All right, any closing words? Well, I think it would be good for... I'm going to read this as we... Oh, you're going to... Let's read the whole thing again, right. Okay. Okay. You read it. And then now that we've had some energetic conversation about it, and um, we'll see where... How it lands in you. Uh, Okay. Everything that is seemingly outside of you is part of you. There is not outside or inside. There is just awareness and experience. Love is the container that holds all of the inside and outside and has absolutely no form. Your angry selves, upset parts, Wishes and flaws are a figment of your imagination that comes out of fragments of your consciousness that you perceive as separate. But the truth is, they are part of the whole of you. And when you experience the whole of you, those fragments just mix into the whole and have no separate power no separate reality, and in an instant become an expression of the whole. 
The whole is love and the myriad expressions of love come from the whole and then all your expressions will be of love. If you come from the whole, you don't have to worry about the outcome. It will always be an expression of love. The whole is your home from which you always feel content and safe. So it doesn't matter what the expression is because an expression a fragment can never take you from your experience of the whole if you choose to live from the whole okay so next time let's learn a little bit about how to live from the whole terrific you have a great day wherever yes. you're listening to this and it's our pleasure and uh, thank you Ellen by the way Ellen has an amazing book called Be Happy No Matter What and you can only do that if you're coming from the hall I might add that is the truth <laughs> so you might want to check that we out. We knew that that's what was being written at the time. But that is absolutely <laughs> the meaning of it. Okay. Uh, this has been great. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. To be continued. Have I'll a great see day. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.